0: Welcome to episode seven of the play your yards right podcast we are back and it is the throws of the summer the weather is beautiful but the sports calendar is dry so we're here to touch on some baseball the only thing going on right now and then obviously we can't leave out uh, the NFC East or at least some football so we're going to go through our predictions for the division winners. So, Sarah, I'm gonna let you uh, let you start here with your uh, your hot take. Orioles coming in. Everything has been looking pretty good for you ever since we started this podcast. Every team you mentioned seems to uh, seems to be doing pretty well. So, I'll let you lead her off uh, on the on the
1: baseball front. Well, thank you for that. I was gonna defer to you to start it off because you had more <laughs> info prepared for me, <laughs> and then I was just gonna close it up. But I'll I'll lead things off. Um, Orioles here holding strong. At the time that I, you know, took my notes, which was last night in time of recording, they were four and a half games back from the Rays who seem to be uns good but not unstoppable anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm interested to see how things play out in that division. But I did have to call in my dad for some notes here because to be transparent, I have not been watching baseball. I've been I'll say I've been following, not watching. Um, but basically I had some notes from a longtime Orioles fan here. He is very proud defensive not sure what the word would be of their second lowest payroll in baseball here um he did want me to point out there are 67 million to the yankees 280 million he knows you're a yankees fan but i don't think this was a shot at you
0: (laughs) it's hard hard for me to not take it as a shot but just because i know how nice he is i guess i'll let it slide
1: for now but Their third record, um, third best record in baseball at the time of this recording. So things are looking good. My future for them to make the playoffs looks promising, especially as we're heading in here. All-star break is not too far away. Um, So I'm happy. They look good. Their young team, which also feels good that like this isn't some sort of fluke here. I mean, they were rising last year and I think stepping into it this year, if anything, they come out of this as the MIP most improved Mm -hmm. player, I guess MIT most improved team will make that category up, but yeah, it's been fun to root for, not watch. I was going to say that, but then that would be caught in a lie. <laughs> um, so maybe as we get closer, I'm thinking past the all-star break. I mean, things are dead now, so I really should be getting into it. But after the all-star break, things start to like lock in a little bit. You know, Teams start looking to make some moves for their postseason push. I think it will be a lot more fun to watch baseball at that time, and especially the ALEs. I think things are going to be tight there. A lot of good teams. Um, I mean, you had it on here the Red Sox are in last place in the division and they're really just above 500 or just below. Um, So it's an exciting division to watch, but yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'm very excited with my take so far.
0: (laughs) I think that's a, it's, it's a go, speaks to a little bit of how good the AL East is and also how bad the AL Central is because the Red Sox Mm -hmm. last place in the AL East would still be leading the AL Central. So that is a terrible dog shit division. Yeah. But the AL East has been good and the Yankees are just frustrating me to no end basically have every game on and it just feels like they should be so much better they somehow are just always getting injured everybody stays hurt I'm pretty sure there was a point early in the season where the payroll of everybody on the Yankees in uh, IL was more than the entire team of the Orioles so again good on the Orioles pulling the money ball stuff it's got to be fun for your dad being an Orioles fan it's been a lot of rough years especially being in oh, yeah. Houston, it's like you know you're basically you're going a, a, up against these goliaths that basically seemingly have you know en- endless pocketbooks uh year in and year mm-hmm. out and to be able to do a little bit of the trust the process stuff and come out there and actually put up like an exciting season and an exciting team it just feel like that area is so starved for the orioles to be good like baltimore they, they love the Orioles. camden camden yards is supposed to you know like one of the great Mm -hmm. ballparks and Mm -hmm. like it just seems like everybody wants that team to be good so to see like a bunch of this young core of guys coming in and doing it together like i mean it's it's exciting for them it makes me mad but like the only thing that gives me a little bit of solace is looking at the standings and seeing the red Sox in last place that makes me feel better it's like it's it got to the point where for a while i wouldn't care if the rays were good because it's like oh man they were they were the little brother and they I was like, oh, good for you for getting a couple wins. Like, you know, kind of rubbed mm-hmm. that a little bit. That's kind of where I'm at with the Orioles still because it's like my whole life, it, you know, I'm the 31-year-old yeah. Yankees fan. The Yankees have been great as long as I can remember. Obviously, a couple, like, down years in there. But, like, I got to see more championships than a lot of people, you know, ever get to see in their life. And, uh, you know, so it's like there's kind of this expectation, Yankees, Red Sox. So it's like the Orioles just always have been kind of like that downtrodden team. Obviously, they, you know, steal some wins here and there from the Yankees. But uh, now it's like they're legitimately good. And the Yankees seem like they're legitimately stumbling, which here's the Yankee fan in me. Gotta gotta spin zone it somehow. Can't just you know be woe is me. This is painful. We're still in third place. Very, very, you know, very much striking distance. Playoffs are nowhere near out of the question. Like it's the division, who knows if the Rays can keep up with what they're doing, it's gonna be tough to win. But the playoffs are absolutely uh, you know, a, I would say more than a possibility, hopefully an expectation. Last year the Yankees started the season off. I mean, I think they were one of the hottest teams in baseball history. Like they were so hot going into the all-star break, even a little bit past the all-star break, and then really started to sputter at the end. Picked, you know, the injury bug obviously bit. And it was just watching, you know, watching this team kind of crumble and try to hold on to this magic that they had through like the beginning half, two-thirds of the season that was like blistering pace that basically no team has ever been able to manage through the whole season. So I'm kind of hoping because last year they were so good and then kind of fell apart a little bit and then stumbled through the playoffs and obviously didn't make, you know, didn't make it to the world series. I'm hoping for the opposite this year. They're getting the nonsense out of the way. They're going to get some of these guys back from injury. Aaron judge, you know, his toe is seemingly a lot worse than everybody's letting on <laughs> started off. like, Oh, he's going to be out for a couple days. He ran into this gate and it just keeps lingering, lingering, lingering. So basically in my mind, He's out till after the all-star break. He needs some time. Let let him rest. And the the Yankees basically need to keep winning because if the Yankees lose and it starts, you know, the division and the playoffs become out of the question and his injury continues to last and last, you know, there's obviously a a, a realistic possibility if he doesn't come into the back third of the season and the Yankees aren't really in it where they maybe don't rush him back because, you know, they just signed him to a gargantuan deal where, uh, you know, they they don't want to, uh, you know, risk the risk the future of whatever this toe injury is. Like, I can't, I don't know how bad that is, but it must be horrible. It's got to be worse than it sounds.
1: I um, feel like if you have a toe injury, like they do this having in football all the time, turf toe, like just say it's the foot. because when you say toe injury everyone's like oh they have a hangnail like you know (laughs) it's like okay (laughs) and you just I think just be vague be general say the foot because it sounds ridiculous I mean turf toe though no joke we talk about this in football a lot like players are out for much longer than expected with you know a seemingly benign toe injury but yeah I don't know baseball for some reason just doesn't stick as well I feel like you just gotta suck it up and say the foot his foot's
0: messed up all one up yeah let's even do what they do in hockey let's just say lower body injury which is just yep. lower body. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who cares? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to know his little toe. It's like you. He,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Sure, I'm sure it's a problem. It, I mean, we can't. <laughs> but yeah, if it's a toe is going to keep you out of there and make the you know have the Yankees in third place behind the Rays and the Orioles. I don't want to see it again. Going to focus, mm-hmm. focus up. We're going to the Yankees are going to get better. They're going to get healthy. Carlos Rodon is going to come back and hopefully be a, a great pitcher along with Cole, who's who's pitched very well. I think he's in the top five in strikeouts in the uh, in the whole league. So that's exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. but they're just not hitting well. And I feel like I'm just becoming old man yelling at cloud. They have the third worst batting average in baseball. It's like, sure, the home run numbers are there. And, you know, you're, you know, you have a decent record. You know, you're, you're well over 500, but like the team on average is batting 228. It's horrific. I, 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 I just don't get it. I'm tired of this like strikeout, Boomer bust home run nonsense, but luckily, focus on the good parts. We have the third best team ERA in the league. I think it's like 3.67. So we'll take some good with the bad. The pitching has been decent. We're we'll hopefully just continue to get healthier, get some people back, and give the Orioles a run for their money because apparently they're good. And mm-hmm. the Rays, I just, I looking at their starting pitching, that has always been the thing that kind of got them there. Like they obviously, they have some of these kind of cobbled together a real decent uh, batting team over the past bunch of years, but uh, their starting rotation is just not what it has been in the past, uh, in the past few years when they've had this run of being like a, you know, a very, very solid contender in the AL. And uh, I just think that at some point that is probably going to come back to, to, uh, to bite them. I know McClanahan just, uh, I think he just left this. was like some back tightness, but I think he's going to be fine, but they've lost a lot of guys there. So I think I, if they're pitching, you know, can't kind of get it together or can't, uh, can't make a step up. I think, uh, I, I think the Yankees and the Orioles are going to have a good chance to, to overtake him. So uh, not buying in on the Rays winning the division just yet. They're good, not great. And I'm not going to say any other nice things about any other ALEs teams.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I my only other main notes I had here the Mets I talk about a team oh. pretty big pocketbook and pocketbook and purse with nothing to show for it they're faltering I feel bad it's just the Mets being the Mets though I mean it is what it is it's sad I feel, as a New Yorker I like you know have second hand not embarrassing my foot kind of <laughs> for yeah. them um, you know I mean they're a team I just you know they would definitely be my NL team to root for and. It doesn't have to take me watching a lot of baseball to know that they're suffering this year.
0: Yeah, you can uh, you can imagine uh, Don Lebski is none none too pleased with any of this, mm-hmm. and I feel that this uh, you know obviously getting Steve Cohn in there, like making all these moves, signing all these these big name guys just for it to be the same old Mets. I feel like it's you know this it's, it's the Mets are the Mets have a level of just being the Mets, but now mm-hmm. that fall from the expectation is just so much harder because every Mets fan. And that heart of hearts really knows it's like, oh, man, same old Mets, same old Mets. But the years where they're not making moves and, you know, kind of hoping on an aging David Wright or a, a Jose Reyes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, like, how good can we really be? And then the Mets do Mets stuff. And they're like, ah, oh, man, stupid mm-hmm. Mets. But now the expectations for them, like there was like, oh, everybody's talking. There's going to be a Subway Series. There's going to be the, you know, the Yankees. It's going to be the Yankees and the Mets, or the Mets are going to make it to the World Series. The Mets, are this is going to be the year. They're going to be able to crush the Braves. And also the Braves are amazing, which makes that uh, hurt a little bit even more. Yeah. But just that expectation is just destroying them. I feel, uh, mm-hmm. I feel so bad. Again, it's the same way I just said with the Orioles. It's like. I feel like Mets fans hate the Yankees, but a Yankees fans, like, I don't, I probably don't have any, I don't care about it. The- yeah,
1: I not just do I friend. just don't care.
0: Yeah. It's like, sure, you, you're going to be okay, like, good for you, but uh, yep. I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just yeah. feel, I feel so bad, but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, kind of yeah. fun.
1: I know. And, but a team exceeding expectations, from what I can tell, the Angels. I mean, we would be a bad podcast if we didn't mention them within the past week, their performance against um, Arizona, putting up 25 runs. I mean, they're, I think, good this year, dare I say. But to me, it shouldn't be shocking with the talent on that team. I mean, if you have Shohei Otani, like a generational talent They've been underperforming year after year, and we know this, Um, but now they're actually good, and everyone's like, oh, like, yay for the Angels, but this is where they should have been, and I mean, it's good for them, you know, because I doubt he'll be there very much longer, so I hope they can make a push this year with the the roster they have, um, and we'll see, you know, they might be a fun team to watch out for as things head down the line.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like the team is finally just almost feels like they're just finally living up to expectations. Mike Trout is an animal. Shohei Otani, it's, it's amazing. I just feel like it's almost like the point of that team is kind of like the Globetrotters. Like they just come in like nobody cares about mm-hmm. LA and they, like, they come in and, you know, whatever, fan you know, they come in and play the Yankees or they come in and play the Red Sox. They come in and play uh, the Tigers or whatever. It's like people won't care about the Tigers, but like they're going to go watch like, oh, man, we can go see mm-hmm. Shohei start. We can go see Mike Trout. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike Trout. Hit. so it's like they're just kind of like this traveling circus that has always just been these insanely talented guys and then your team could also somehow beat them but now it's like mm-hmm. oh man they're actually putting it together we'll see again kind of waiting for it to crumble in a terrible fashion and yeah. then the team will have nothing to do I'll feel honestly I feel like Mike Trout's going to be the real big loser here like all time mm-hmm. one of the greatest players uh, of of the generation has Shohei Otani there it's like Actually, have a chance to make something. He already basically locked himself up on a huge deal. If Shohei doesn't sign a huge deal to stay, I mean that just yeah. had, like Mike Trout had every opportunity to do something there and it's still never like mm-hmm. never won yep. anything in the like won a series in the playoffs. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I I just I, again how bad can you feel for uh, for the guy who's you know basically going to be play for fifteen years in L.A. be a multi multi millionaire, but uh, you want him to win something. He seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm
1: yeah mm mm-hmm. uh, agree
0: uh, yeah and then what the other thing the only other thing is i think that it, the reds are fun the reds are good for the mm-hmm. first time again i like outside of people in the nl central i feel like everybody can kind of be like oh yeah good for the reds yep
1: mm-hmm. exactly so. so well that was good that was some good baseball discussion <laughs>
0: was baseball I, yeah i think we had mentioned it before i think the only the great thing about baseball right now it's just going to the games like it's hard to really like become super invested this early in the season like pre all-star break it's the best thing to have on I think the best sport to just have on while you're doing other stuff having the Yankee game on the TV while you're making dinner or just hanging out I love it but like I can't mm-hmm. I can't ride or die with it the way that I can quite yet it's like it's we just have a we have a marathon left and I feel like we're we're still at mile 10.
1: Hmm. Agreed but we'll get there in other words, oh, I can absolutely talk about football year-round. I'll find ways to talk about football, which is exactly what we did for this segment, is we're just pulling out any category we can find to just bring us into discussion here. So today, we're going to discuss our predictions for winners of each division in the NFL. I think we'll start with the easy softball here. We are going to be an NFC East focus podcast once we have enough going on to kind of focus in on that specific division once we get into the season. I hate to say this, I hate to lead off with this, I guess, but I do think the Eagles are gonna win that division. Ew, gross. That was my commentary on there. You agreed, I see, on the notes. Um and we hinted on this a little bit earlier in the year, but I think this is this is their big year. Um, I definitely see them winning division, like you talked about, even potentially the Super Bowl. So I think Cowboys will be close. I think it's going to be an exciting division, not so much the Commanders, but maybe the Giants can be up there. And I think it's going to be close. And you know they're not going to run away with it by any means because that never happens in the NFC, literally ever. So it will be a close win, but they'll pull it out.
0: Yeah, I uh, I spent all day racking my brain of how I can get myself to not say that the eagles are going to win the division and i just don't think i could get there i went through every men's gymnastics of well you know the the giants and the cowboys seemed like you know they really drafted and they made some moves to specifically try to be the Eagles, you know, they're trying to stop the run mm-hmm. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to bolster that, you know, the middle of the defense or trying where, you know, the giants are picking up Waller. the, the it's, I, I just kept trying to do it and I just couldn't make the math work. So I'm not happy about it. I think it's going to be closer than it was last year. I don't think the Eagles are going to be the, you know, I, I, Hoping the Eagles aren't going to be the one seed in the whole nFC again, but yeah. i uh I, I think if you're putting you you, you you can't you can't put a bet anywhere else on this
1: no no you cannot so we'll move on with that because I don't want to give them any more cloth than they deserve but... about
0: <laughs> them. we've 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 sung their yeah. praises it hurts mm-hmm. after we finish recording I gotta go wash my face off I'm not happy mm-hmm. about it, but it's true yep
1: mm mm-hmm. the nFC South. I looked at the division, literally, yikes. Um, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to put any my name on any of these teams right now. They all could suck. They all could end up right around 500 because they just beat up on each other. I don't really know if I am having to pick, absolutely pick a team, the Panthers, maybe, And I'm saying that just because all these teams are actually pretty big question marks, but I feel like they are the bigger one in my mind. Like, you know, what are they going to get out of their rookie QB? Um, I I just know everyone else, no one looked appealing in the division. I see you were thinking maybe the Saints with Derek Carr. And then I was like, I totally forgot that Derek Carr was on the Saints. (laughs) Not that I would like, not that that's going to sway me, I guess, in that direction per se, but I'm just going to go on the record saying the Carolina Panthers. I think they might be led by a young rookie QB. And they're probably going to come out literally right at 500, just above. Because, um, like I said, I think that division is just going to circulate beating up on each other. But maybe they pull out the win for the NFC South.
0: I think they could. This, this, this is all the writing on the wall for that. It's going to come down to the last week of the year, whenever the in-division games, like week 18 – it's gonna be like the the Panthers playing the Saints and they're both going to be sitting at like six and ten and whoever wins that game wins the division um but yeah I'm just looking through I'm looking through these uh these rosters and it is almost laughable when you uh when you when you look at the top end of all mm-hmm. of, of all of these teams it is hilarious I mean how many so I think that again I think the reason we did the uh you know obviously I think I'm gonna go with the Saints there because Derek Carr, I think, is the best quarterback in that division. Obviously, we don't know what Bryce Young has to offer, but we're looking at Desmond Ritter as the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, maybe Taylor Heineke, and then –
1: I had to Google it. I had to Google and I was like, is it Taylor Heineke? Is that their plan? Is that their plan, really?
0: (laughs) And then the Buccaneers look like they're going to trot out Baker Mayfield – I mean, haven't we seen enough yeah. of this guy like we saw I mean we're like oh maybe perfect scenario he's at the Rams he's gonna have uh yep. McVay's gonna be calling the plays it's like I mean I
1: I just and he was on the Panthers and got like benched to Sam Darnold and he yeah. like he was all over the place it was a rough year for Baker Mayfield I mean he came out and I was like Ooh, but no I yeah this division is not good it looks
0: uh, looks painful i honestly feel like you should like the the buccaneers should probably trot out mike evans as the quarterback i feel like they probably have Mm -hmm. the best chance of him throwing to chris godwin because i mean i guess you got to go baker mayfield if the other guys in the room are kyle trask and john (laughs) Wolford.
1: it's It's bad it's bad
0: and uh, i can't wait for uh whoever there's you know they're gonna they're gonna sneak out some wins there there's gonna be uh gonna cobble it together but uh i Mm -hmm. think the I'll, you go Panthers, go in Saints, play it's between those two teams. We'll see how that all shakes mm-hmm. out. But uh, I think that's going to yeah. be a, a laughable division
1: this year. Mm-hmm. For sure. A division I'm excited about this year. Never thought I'd really be saying this. The NFC North. Yeah. I think this division, suddenly, you know, the dominant Packers are gone. Um, and I, I do think that is a fact. I do not think they're going to be the Packers who, you know, Jordan Love's not just stepping in here and going to miraculously replace Aaron Rodgers as if nothing happened. Yeah. Um, so now it's open. I honestly was toying with the Vikings, but I'm like, I just feel like they're not going to get it done. Like they are just destined for mediocrity, a, yeah. like a high level of mediocrity, but not yeah. like a winning mediocrity. Yeah. And I'm going to go with the Lions. I know they have so much hype around them. And it feels like, you know, very, uh, like, standardized, easy pick here. But they're fun to watch. They're fun to root for. And I do think that they could go somewhere with this hype that they're getting. I hope that they do. I mean, I like watching Dan Campbell and Jared Goff having, like, a second revival kind of his career after leaving the Rams. So they're going to be a fun team to watch. I, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I think it's going to, again, come down to the wire. Yeah. And it's going to be, like, classic Lions fashion. And if they lose the division, it's probably going to be classic Lions fashion, you know, with something dramatic like on – Fumble, you know, in the red zone or something like that. The last game of the season, but that's what I'm taking to win the North this year.
0: I think I listen. I'm going to be rooting for the Lions the whole way. I was rooting for them last year. They're fun. They're exciting. What's not to like? Yeah, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff is great, and it seems like they're making some moves. You know, they've they've gone up a player, but I think I have to go with the Vikings. This was the only one that really I I kept going back and forth, but I think I'm going to go with the Vikings just because you know they ended up they won it last year. They haven't made a tremendous amount of changes. Um, you know, they still have what I think is the best receiver in the league, Justin Jefferson's incredible. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. You can kind of, you know, you he goes out there and one, you know, one, uh, one PM on on Sundays and and is able to to get some wins. He's not going to be too flashy. The only thing that this scary, I was just kept thinking like, how many games did they win last year? Like every game they won was a one score game the giants mm-hmm. beat them in the playoffs and then went and lost like 38 to seven in the next playoff game so it's like part of it's like the vikings aren't good the vikings aren't good but no the other option is am i gonna am i supposed to put money on the lions i just no. like that's it's no. sure it doesn't make sense like it, it, it's that's just right. the name you know it's not nothing to do with the players like i think that they're the lions are more talented they're more fun they're more exciting but it's it's just that name there it's like am i the the, mm-hmm. the lions are the favorites to win the division like what a, I, I i it's like obviously they needed this culture change it seems like they're having the culture change but i i'm i'm too nervous to be the first guy to take to step out there and put my foot on there and be like the lions are the guys now
1: yeah fair fair enough i felt uneasy about it i still do but we'll see <laughs> we'll see if it pays off I think Uh swinging opposite direction in NFC West, I mean, I think this is an easy one. I don't even think we're going to have to elaborate too much. 49ers (laughs) here will win this division, no matter what type of team they have. I can't foresee a time when I lose the NFC West, to be honest, while they have Kyle Shanahan as their coach because they have so much talent. He turns guys who maybe seemingly are not much into something just through his use of them in different schemes. And I don't think anyone's going to be able to compete with them for the foreseeable future.
0: No, I completely agree. They're—I uh, I think they're going to crush it again. I think from my uh, from a couple episodes ago, they're my pick to make it out of the or uh, to make it out of the NFC. Um, yeah, I'm not. You know, I think the Rams are still kind of reeling. For obviously they won the championship, but I think you know they kind of bet and mortgage the future on it a little bit, which you can't blame them. They won the championship, but uh, I think they're still reeling from that a little bit. The Cardinals' new coach doing his little uh, shoo, 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 his little nonsense that came out with that stupid video. Mm -hmm. um and then the Seahawks like I'm like I've seen enough of Geno Smith I listen most improved player last year I get it I think Pete Carroll's a great coach Geno Smith is I I I refuse Mm -hmm. to believe that he's the guy that he's going to continue on that trajectory
1: yeah also fair AFC moving on here (laughs) uh I think the most exciting division in my opinion I may feel great the AFC East I think this year is going to be a fun one to watch there's Some question marks. Um, You can never count the Patriots out, although I think they might be end up last in this division this year. Um, The Dolphins, we still don't really know too much about, especially Tua. And everyone's rooting for the Bills, especially me. Obviously, I hope they're able (laughs) to pull through. Yeah. On this one, (laughs) I hope that they're able to pull it out this year and win the division. Um, and obviously the Jets, who I failed to mention, are the biggest question mark of them all. Are they going to be who they hope they are? Are they going to be who we actually think they might be? Who knows? They're the Jets, so we will see. But I do think the Bills pull this one out. Playoff-wise, who knows? I think we'll get to that later, but I do foresee them winning this division.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think I think the Bills, uh, Bills might run away with it a little bit. And as you we were just saying that, I'm just realizing, because you know, obviously like, these teams kind of have set fan bases where it's like, you know, uh, Yankees, Giants, Rangers, uh, you know, it's uh, the Mets, Jets. Uh, it, what if those those teams kind of like go together with fan bases.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: the Jets just seem like they're doing the exact same thing the Mets are doing. Everybody's yeah. oh, <laughs> Mets, same old Jets. Now it's like the Jets. Officers, mm-hmm. Oh man, get picking up Aaron Rodgers, making a bunch of trades, new coach, exciting. And it's just this trajectory just seems like it's going to be the same exact thing. Feels like Aaron Rodgers going yeah. to be expectations, maybe win a game or two, and then they'll go on a losing streak. He's going to get real pouty. They haven't announced it because apparently it seems mm-hmm. like nobody wants to do the hard knocks. But they're still, I think, yeah, on favorite to end up doing hard knocks. I hope so. They,
2: I hope the Jets do.
0: Everybody wants to see what's going on in that locker room. Everybody wants to see what's going on uh behind the mm-hmm. scenes. So who knows? Maybe the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins might take a step back. Um, you know, I like Mike McDaniel or uh he's he's a fun guy to, to kind of mm-hmm. watch. It seems like he's got a good attitude, he's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know if I'm really believing in two uh the that injury thing obviously really, really is uh is scary. And uh, you know, if they add those two receivers you know waddle and uh and hill are exciting well it seems like hills obviously got some legal trouble i don't know what's right. really going on with it but off the field stuff he's not getting any younger um i don't know if the the dolphins are going to be able to kind of do again what they did last year or improve on that i think they may uh kind of stay where they're at or maybe uh, maybe take a small step back but i think the bills need yeah. to keep it together uh, seems again a lot of off field issues seems like with bills for the first mm-hmm. time. It's like people are starting to turn on them a little bit seems like you know all the whatever went on with Josh Allen the digs kind of drama seems like it's maybe over but it's just a different feel for this bills team this year as they've yeah. you know, gone and seen them a couple years in a row like mm-hmm. feel high expectations and then kind of let down in the playoffs. So it's going, to, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit different this year, I think. I, but I, uh, I still think uh, they are the most talented roster in the division. So I'm with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Talent-wise, I can't even believe I'm saying this one for the AFC South. But looking at the division, I think I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this. I was, like, typing this out, multiple question marks, if you could see my notes in all caps, because I feel weird about writing this out. And – they were, I mean, they did come on last year, you know, made that playoff push. Cheryl Lawrence, you know, relatively stu- still young, developing, quarterback kind of coming into his own, I think. Um, so I do think the division is theirs. It just seems sh- shocking. <laughs> Maybe they can pull together as a competent team this year. Um and you know, see where they can go from there. They're definitely a team that can be dangerous in the playoffs because I feel like they're just a team that will be perpetually underestimated by opponents. Um, uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Is it the uniform, the names, just their history? Something about them. Like if I Cowboys got lined up to play them in the playoffs, I'd be like, mm, like checking on to the next week here. And I feel like a lot of teams feel the same. So that's what makes them dangerous, though.
0: Completely, completely agree. They are getting some expectations. They are getting some hype. And I, mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think they're going to run away with it. They got they're super talented. Doug Peterson is a great coach and, you know, they have, they have talented. And also people forget Calvin Ridley is on this team. So it's like, there are, they were already talented on the wide receiver front. You know, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, uh, Jamal Agnew, like they were, you know, they weren't short on the, uh, on the, on the weapons front. And then they had Calvin Ridley who before that suspension was a top, you know, maybe a top 10, 15 receiver in the league. So I think that's, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think Evan Ingram might still be a free agent. I, I'm not sure, I, but I think he'll probably come back, which is also annoying as a Giants fan, watching him be good elsewhere because that dude's hands were just made out of stones yeah. when he was playing for the for the Giants. So now watching him <laughs> like, go be talented is very annoying. But Trevor Lawrence, ETN, it seems like they got a lot of weapons. Their defense is solid. They had Trayvon Walker, you know, that top pick from, uh, was it last year, two years ago? Josh Allen, another top mm-hmm. pick. It's, again, it's, it's a similar kind of feel of, Doesn't root for the Jaguars. They haven't been good in a long, you know, basically ever. They Mm -hmm. had a a couple good years with Garrard and all that, but I think they they haven't been good in a very long time. And now it's a little bit of the trust the process. They have a lot of top picks on their defense, top picks on their offense, Mm -hmm. and they're putting it together. division's not really good. And I think that they have what it takes to maybe make a pretty solid run. Mm
1: -hmm. It'll be fun to watch for sure. A team I think people are going to be getting – Sick of who I'm taking to win the AFC North is the Bengals. I don't think anyone's sick of them yet, but if they win the division this year, like I think they're going to, and I think a lot of other people do, um, they're kind of like getting to be a team we're a little annoyed at watching. I think. I think. I don't personally feel that way. I have nothing against them, but they're getting into like. Not, I don't want to see like a legacy or anything like that, but they've been up there, you know, either Super Bowl, late playoff pushes, solid team, getting a lot of media coverage with Joe Burrow, him just being cool and all that stuff. But I feel like it gets old this year if they're another like relatively dominant team because that's just how people are, right? Like we don't like to watch the same success stories over and over and over again. <laughs> right.
2: um,
1: I think this is gonna be a fun division though, um, because the Ravens, my sleeper Super Bowl team, um, are obviously there. I think they're gonna have to make a thrive if they plan to be a Super Bowl team, but I just feel like they're going to be a little up. The Ravens are going to be a little up and down, especially early in the year. I mean, Lamar had so many injuries last year. I think he's going to take a while to get his footing. Who knows OBJ and his knee and like what his production will be like early. And, you know, he can kind of be a little polarizing on offense to begin with. So who knows if he's going to be demanding the ball. I just feel like the Ravens are going to be a little rocky and finish solid. So I think that's going to open things up for the Bengals to kind of just do their thing, be consistent, stack up some wins and come up with the division.
0: Yep. No, I, I think they're going to win it too. I think that they, you know, it's that it's, it's one of the AFC North or the the AFC North is a very similar kind of division to uh, I feel like the NFC East where it's that, you know, as as much as they're, you know, the Bengals, I think are the most talented team. Those teams are basically always going to split. It just feels like there's oh there's bad blood there. The, the, the home and away scene is always crazy for all those games. So it's always going to be violent, which also leads me to kind of point like it's a little scary, you know. Injuries are always going to be scary, but for some reason, in the AFC North, the you know, those injuries always seem a little more harsh. Um, so mm-hmm. who knows? You know, Joe Burrow already missed a significant time. I think it was two years ago. So hopefully, you know, he stays on his feet and those, uh, you know, their uh, offensive line, I think, has gotten better, but. You know, watching him taking the beating that he has taken in the past um, is, is always scary. But I think that they're definitely the the favorite to come out of there. And they're they're who I'm who I'm rooting for. Well, I think it'll be closer than expected. Like you said, I think the uh, the Ravens are going to be good. I think the Steelers are going to be better than expected. Like I kind of like uh, I kind of mm-hmm. like it and they have some good weapons. And obviously just having Mike Tomlin as a coach is just a perennial way to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I think and then just everybody's going to I think, still continue to hopefully root against the Browns. Like, we're really just going to throw Deshaun Watson out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just don't really <laughs> – I, I look forward to hopefully him actually getting some playing time and maybe i like some some creative memes or creative chants uh, in the away stadiums for him.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Most definitely. Mm-hmm. I think the last division here is going to be short and sweet because, I mean, who's going against the Kansas City Chiefs? No one. No one is going against the Chiefs they'll have it again kind of foreseeable future as long as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are there i don't see anyone else winning this division
0: yeah i want to i want to root for the i want to root for the chargers i it's like i just i like the team they're fun i know i always liked uh you know Philip Rivers and then now Justin Herbert it's just like he's a fun talented guy like obviously not a, not a ton of personality but he's just mm-hmm. a fun guy to root for he's exciting he's super talented crazy arm strength and like it just seems like they could just never get it across the line. Because, like, the same way I was just saying with the uh, with the Lions, it's like, what am I really going to bet on the Chargers? Mm-hmm. It's like they'll find a way to Chargers it away, mm-hmm. find a way to ruin it. But it's like mm-hmm. they're, you look at their roster, like they're super talented. And, you know, they're obviously, they're going to, I think they're yep. going to get a bunch of wins. I think that they'll, uh, I think that they'll make the wild card. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's uh, barring any sort of injury issues, I can't see anybody picking against the Chiefs. And uh, that kind of goes into, I think, is, yeah. As we kind of go through these, go through these winners, like you, you and I didn't disagree too much. And really looking at it mathematically, looking at these rosters, I feel like basically six of these are already almost written in stone, kind of foregone conclusions. It's like, is there a parity problem in the mm-hmm. NFL? I, I, mean, it's it's kind of crazy to say, but like you look at the, you know, it's it feels like the the winners of the division are kind of the winners of the division. Everybody else is just kind of fighting for wild card spots. Like, is that is that good for football?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i was I, you made this point and i was like you know what i think he's right <laughs> and i also was thinking about too like lately the bad teams have kind of been bad too like the bottom of the barrel i think there's definitely like the middle ground which is what keeps it interesting the teams fighting for the for the wild card but then you know like i mean interesting. like the falcons like it's been a, they're just i don't know like it seems like everyone has been in kind of like groups these three little bins like you said kind of top six teams everyone else in the mix and then everyone else who's kind of just eh, like out of it and it's interesting that because usually generally football like things move quickly obviously contracts are shorter than something like baseball and things like that um so I guess maybe that's what kind of helps to contribute to this and guys just you know moving around a lot more for money and things like that you would think that it wouldn't be happening but I don't I think you might be right. I mean, we'll see though. We always go into the year, right? And you're like, this is what's gonna happen. And then there's some sleeper surprising picks. Last year less than normal, but who knows? Was it a fluke or is it a pattern? You can't really tell yet.
0: Yeah, that's what you gotta that's what you gotta find. You gotta put your finger on the one thing. Like last year, I think everybody thought the Seattle Hawks were gonna be one of the worst teams in the NFL. They ended up, you know, obviously. Being much better than everybody expected so it's almost feels like there's got to be you know you you just need to find that one team and I I I mean the draft process obviously perpetuates that a little bit you need to have a creative GM and uh like people who know football and really can do something when you're in that when you're in the middle it's hard to get out of the middle like you you just continue to draft at 13 14 15 like you're you know you're obviously getting a talented Mm -hmm. player but right you're not uh you need to be a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a lot harder to get a you know a, a you know a, a franchise changing player with the seventeen pick. So right. it, it's hard to be in the middle, and it's hard yeah. to continue to get out of it. So mm-hmm. that's why finding these people, which is also why I'm so excited for the giant. You know, I've yeah. been so excited for the Giants now. It's like I feel like we finally found the coach. I feel like Joe Shane has a GM GM coming in. It's like it's it's just exciting to watch some changes happen and feel like somebody competent is behind the wheel. And obviously. You you haven't necessarily had the playoff success, Mm -hmm. but the you got to feel the same way as the Cowboys. I mean, they constantly bringing in new people, and you guys kind of changed a lot of the drafting stuff. Mm Is watching all of the success that they had, like basically just building an all-star offensive line, and then being able to get these, you know, having Mm -hmm. a guy like Dak Prescott who wasn't like a first, first, second, third Mm -hmm. overall pick, be able to come out and have a tremendous amount of talent. So right. I don't know how you yep. fix it. I don't know if you do fix it, but this is where we'll look back and, like, we gate and be like, hey, remember we didn't have a parity yeah. problem and, like, uh, you know, all these mm-hmm. teams thought we are going to win the division are now winning it, so yeah, we'll see.
1: Well, but, if um, the NFL is really scripted, we'll see what the script holds this year. Yeah. Maybe they'll change it
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I I have a question for you is that if you – so obviously we, we took a lot of the favorites here and uh, it seems like a lot of the mm-hmm. kind of cut picks – um if you had to pick one surprise pick that you think is not expected to win the division uh to to kind of go up who would you think that would be and then if you had to pick one person who you think would win the division who might falter who do you think that might be
1: I mean I am I going to be the most biased annoying Cowboys fan if I say the Cowboys <laughs> you have to, you, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do I don't well I think everyone obviously is writing them off to the you know second to the Eagles um which is reasonably you know data last year's performance everything shows um so i obviously i'm secretly hoping that this happens but i also think it probably is one of the more likely in terms of especially if we're talking divisions with like a seemingly more clear favorite, um, not just like random eyes picking who's going to win the NFC South out of all those bad teams, right? Like a clear favorite would be the Eagles. And I do think, like I said, when we did our predictions, if the Cowboys are able to pull away even just, you know, one of those splits with the Eagles and then the Eagles lose a few in their tight, like stretch that they have against Cowboys, 49ers, and such, I think that the Cowboys can sneak up just by a game or two on them. They're always very well, hard fought battles um, between all of those NFC East teams. So, Depending, you know, depending on how the pendulum swings just in those interdivisional matchups, I think that the Cowboys could pull ahead there um, on them. And I'm sure the Eagles will still be a playoff team. I don't think they're going to totally falter, but I think they could lose the division that way. In terms of teams who might underperform or, you know, we're all thinking are an easy pick here. Um, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I have to hate to say it. I think the Bills, <laughs> um, just because, you know, their expectations – and this is not new here for them, right? Like it's been a couple of years of expectations and, you know, terrible really playoff performances where Bill's fan, Bill's mafia is getting restless. I think um, they're pent up anxiety, whatever you want to call it um, over it. And I think that the bills might feel that it seems like, who knows, we're not in the locker room, but definitely seems like there's more uh, turmoil than there ever has been coming out of that organization with digs and Josh Allen. Um, and obviously that doesn't contribute. And especially who knows, like what, who knows what Dix is going to do. If he's really as dissatisfied as he's appearing in some aspects, um, he's a real opportunity to mess up their offense big time. Um, if he decides to, you know, not go out there and put his best foot forward. And I think, like I said, their division has an opportunity to be really good too. So they, they lose a couple of AFC East games. And next thing you know, they could be, either scra- they're always scraping by into the playoffs or not even making it at all.
0: No, I, I think that's, not, I, I I completely agree with the way the Bills Mafia is feeling. It seems, I think that that, that playoff loss really just left the stink in a lot of their mouth. Like, they just mm-hmm. they don't feel good after that. Like, they just come out and just kind of lay that egg, you know, in the in your playoff game after you ended up, you know, you ended up getting in and then all the drama, obviously, surrounding DeMar Hamlin and all that stuff from last year to come out and just kind of, just kind of throw that out, out at, at us uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the year. It was uh, I think I think everybody's going to feel better once they get out and you know if Josh Allen throws for four hundred yards in uh, in the first game, I think everybody's going to be back a little bit excited. But I, uh, I I'm with you on that. The Bills and then the Bengals also those just those teams just strike me as two teams that you know, injuries can really, uh, really screw them. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of wiggle room uh, with those divisions too. So I think that they need to, uh, I, I mean, obviously that goes with everybody injury, in, you know, injury luck is uh, one of the most important things of getting to and through the playoffs. So uh, everybody stays healthy. Uh, who knows, but I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'm with you on that. So this has been, a, this is one, This always just gets me excited. This feels good. Looking at these mm-hmm. rosters soon, we're going to have hard knocks, you know, but it's like, Got to, got to try to enjoy the summer a little bit. Then, but then you know, I get if yeah. I have to, if I have to sit in and lock in on a bunch of baseball games, I, uh, I get ready for football pretty fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. So we'll try. We're going to plan to do some interviews, I think, here while, in the next couple of weeks before we can really start focusing in a little bit more on football. So if any of our listeners have anyone that they want to hear, anyone that they know, or would like to recommend, feel free to shoot us a message on Instagram, Player Yards Right Podcast. Um, We had a lot of fun with our last interview, so we definitely would like to do some more. And like I said, just fill this little void so you don't have to listen to me pretend to watch baseball (laughs) every week.
0: (laughs) uh, Wonderful. Well, thank you guys for listening. Again, appreciate the feedback on the the, uh, Andrew Playtech interview. And uh, we'll be back, this, we'll be back uh, throughout the rest of the summer. A couple uh, more baseball breakdown, more football interviews like Sarah alluded to. And uh, if you're at all interested, message us on Instagram, let us know, and we'll come up with some uh, – got a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline uh, for the football season and beyond. So thank you, guys, and we'll talk to you next week.